You're listening to the Traffic and Conversion Show. I'm your host, Michelle Fernandez, and this is episode four. Welcome to the Traffic and Conversion Show, where it's all about helping online entrepreneurs amplify their content, build their influence, and convert their leads into sales to grow a profitable business and life they absolutely love. Now, let's get this party started. Today, I'm interviewing Martine Williams, who is a leader in 31 Gifts and the creator of Choose You. Do you ever feel like on the outside, everything looks just fine, but on the inside, you're riddled with guilt, overwhelm, never feeling like you are enough and unsure how you've gotten to this point in life? Well, I'm excited for Martine to share her Choose You message with you today to help reverse the burnout. Let's get to the show. Welcome back to the Traffic and Conversion Show. How has 2020 been treating you so far? It's Michelle, or should I say, how have you been treating yourself? Am I right, Martine? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I am so excited to have you here with me on the podcast today. Martine and I met in a mastermind in 2019, and we quickly became friends. Like, we're always, like, staring at each other across the room, like, giggling and stuff, and everybody's like, what are you guys up to? And we're like, we haven't even said a word, and we're just laughing at each other, whatever. (laughs) You just click with some people, you know? You just know. Exactly, exactly. So you're going to quickly see why I love hanging out with this girl who is incredibly smart, stylish, a shoe-obsessed, I will say. (laughs) girl and I know how amazing you are but can you please share a little bit about you and your journey so everyone else can see how amazing you are well thank you Michelle thank you for having me on your show I'm so excited for you and um, the launch of your podcast and um, so I have been entrepreneur for almost 14 years and um, I live in South Carolina like you said I'm I'm southern and I have two boys Uh, one just turned 15 or getting ready to turn 15. The other one is 12. So I'm in that high school, middle school age with two boys. So y'all pray for me now. Um, But, um, and I started, I became an entrepreneur when my oldest was one. And so he has been on this journey and that's all he knows is this entrepreneurship that I have. My husband's also a business owner. We've been married for um, 19 years and, um, but he's seen the progression. I think also, especially my husband of this, um, not quiet, but I would say um, not as confident. Like when I talk to people now, they're like, I never would believe that you ever struggled with confidence or that you ever struggled with self-esteem. And I did. Um, But getting into entrepreneurship has really grown me as a person professionally and, and personally. But what really, you know, inspired me to become an entrepreneur was this, this, this thing called, um, bitter wife syndrome. So my husband has lots of hobbies. He's always had hobbies. He's always had a lot of friends locally. And most of mine after college didn't return back to this area. So I didn't really have a lot of women to connect with. And so he would go and, you know, do golfing or fishing or hunting or whatever. And I was at home with our first child and I would be so bitter when he would leave, you know, and he would go out and do all those things. And I would just be that bitter, angry, and resentful wife that he had these things and I didn't have anything for myself. So, you know, what do you do in that situation? You call your friend, right? And you're like complaining and complaining and complaining. And, and thankfully this was um, a mentor of mine that I called this particular day. And she said, um, you know, Martine, he's not wrong. You need to find something to do. 
And that is not what I wanted to hear for sure. Um, but I'm like, girl power, we're supposed to stick together here, right? Like you're supposed to always agree with me. But we need people like that in our life to speak that truth, to tell you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. And that one statement changed the course of my life. And, you know, I wasn't looking for a business. And what she was saying is you need to find something for yourself. It wasn't like I didn't have enough to do. I was a stay-at-home mom, um, was also working at um, – well, actually, I wasn't a stay-at-home mom. Then I was working at the hospital at that time. But um, anyway, so I just started looking for ways to connect with women. Like I knew in that moment I had to decide to make the change, you know, like I couldn't keep waiting on Shaw to change or for my circumstances to change. I had to take that statement and do something with it. And um, my life is forever changed. And that's what started my entrepreneur journey. I love that. And, and you know, it's so true because <laughs> at first I didn't know where you're going with this whole bitter wife thing, because it's true because guys like they're just not that they don't care about their families. Don't get me wrong with what I'm saying. It's just their brain does not go to certain things. So they're actually taking pleasure. They're doing self-care without knowing they're doing self-care with whatever that is. And, you know, for us, it's kind of like why we're not understanding why they're not putting other things first. Mm -hmm. Right. And then we sometimes think that it doesn't care. But it is. And I'm so glad that your friend um, said that to you, because sometimes it does take a little bit of tough love or for you to actually realize, well, hey, let me stop and take a hot minute and take care of myself. Because, I mean... I'm pretty sure I know I've been through burnout to the point of depression, Mm -hmm. right? Like you're just you just go down in that spiral so quickly, I might add. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm so glad that you're here today because this is something that I think everyone needs. And I'm loving that you're being so vulnerable and share like what you were going through, what you were feeling. And and I'm loving this because, like I said, we all feel that way. Yes. (laughs) At some point. At some point. And I will tell you that I can guarantee you, even if you're not married, there's somebody or some part of your life, right, that you're having these relationships with that you might feel a little jelly of that other person that like, even if I I mean, I know that I've heard of people taking care of their parents, right? And Mm -hmm. then they're upset with the sibling because the sibling's out having a great time while the other one is taking care of the parent. You know what I mean? So this can relate to you no matter what. Right. All right. So what inspired you? I see that you have now this journey of like how it got you to your business. So now how did you decide which business to start or, you know, which direction to go in? Um, Really, it was just a chance conversation. You know, I was looking, looking for ways to connect with women, but my sister-in-law called me and she said, I found this really cool company. You know, they've got these personalized gifts and, you know, going on and on and on about this company. And then she's like, but I don't want to take the name of it because we buy the same people gifts. And I'm like, come on, you just told me about this amazing company. Don't hold me, you know, don't hold back. So I told, she finally shared it with me and I went directly to their website, loved the mission of the company, saw it as an easy way for me to kind of, again, I wasn't looking for a business. I was looking for a way to connect with women, have something for myself. And so, but it was a business and it was with 31 gifts, a direct selling company and uh, having no sales experience no um, marketing experience, nothing, just a real drive and reason why I wanted to start this business, to connect with women and to make a little extra income. And so through that, there's so much to that story, but through that journey, I was in the homes of women. I lead a large organization, and so I have contact with lots of women. That's really why I got into it, and being a leader has been super rewarding, but it's also been very eye-opening because I see a lot of the old Martines, 
you know, routinely. They're burned mm-hmm. out. They're sucking the life out of their husband because they expect everything to come from him. Or like you said, whoever that significant other is in their life. Um, and I just realized that there was more to me than just this business that I had grown. Um, and even while growing that, I found myself back in that same spot that I was when I first started where, you know, I didn't understand what I needed anymore. I didn't understand who I was anymore because I had been on this pursuit of success and I had grown so fast. Um, successful success had been so fast for me with 31 that I was just, you know, just, just heading towards that and forgot who I was, lost myself in the process to be completely blunt. And I remember I was preparing for a leader training and I'm sitting on the chair on the couch. And one of the questions was to rate like the 10 areas of your life and set goals for those. And I was able to fill out all of them until I got to the place for hobby and recreation. And I can remember looking at my husband with tears in my eyes and saying, how come I can't write a single thing down in this spot for what I'd want to do if I had extra time or if I wanted to do a hobby because, you know, my 31 business started out as a hobby for me, but because Mm -hmm. it grew so fast and success came so fast and I just, you know, went all the way in, all in, in it that I lost myself in the process. And so now it was a full-time career, which I love, but even when you have a full-time career, I'm finding that women are sacrificing themselves on that altar of success. And it just doesn't have to be that way. And so from there is where Choose You was born. Like I, someone else needs to understand that this is not the way to do it. I love that because it's not just – when when you said losing yourself, I, I did make a note, is because I kind of lost myself. And in, in as a mom and a wife, you become so-and-so's wife, so-and-so's mom, mm-hmm. right? So all my activities or my hobbies or – I don't – Okay, it wasn't a hobby. It was my extra time was spent in a PTA president, you know, Girl Scout leader mom. I was, you know, helping out with the Cub Scouts or whatever. So it came to things that I was enjoying because I was able to spend quality time with my kids. However, I was also adding these additional responsibilities on myself for for no reason, really. Well, I guess when you're talking about a leader, it's kind of like you can't help yourself, whatever. But I did find myself losing myself into Mm -hmm. what is it that I want Mm -hmm. or I want to enjoy because guess what? My kids are now in college and when they start shifting to middle school and then to high school, you become less and less involved, not in their lives, but in what's going on, you know, with their extracurricular stuff, right? You show up for a game or take them to practice and then once they start driving, you know. So it's kind of like you need to, even though like, you have to, how do you find that balance of basically like being that wife, mom, entrepreneur, spending time with your kids quality wise, but maybe not taking on a bigger role? Right. Um, I personally think that it's balance is a trap and trying to achieve balance can be a trap because if you think about um, the legal scale, right, like in order for it to balance, you need to have like 50-50, right, even on each side. Mm-hmm. And while for, t- for tangible items – that can work. But as far as your time, it's more about finding harmony than it is finding balance because, um, you know, you think about an orchestra and you have these instruments, some play soft, some play really loud, some play more than the others, but there's harmony there. Mm -hmm. And so there are times in my life where my kids know, like in the fall, like my business is 
really busy and there's I'm going to be at more meetings or I may be traveling more. And then when their sporting events are coming up, they know I'm going to be there for that. And so my business in the summer um, also when they're home from school scales back a little bit. And so it's all about finding the harmony among those different roles and being able to say no to the things that are not going to serve you. They're not going to serve your family, not going to serve your business because we can get super busy um, but are you in business and are you spending time on things that truly matter? And that's where with burnout comes, you know, mm-hmm. when we're, when we're the yes girl and when we are the yes girl, people will come to expect us to be the yes girl. So it makes it even harder for us to say no. And you just have to start saying it, you know, it's not easy. The first few times you're almost like, Oh, I'm always used to saying, yeah, I'll show up for that PTA meeting or yes, I'll be the one to bring, you know, the meal to the team or whatever, but you're one person. And for me, it was really sitting down and having a conversation also with my kids to find out what's really important to them. Is it that I'm at every practice? Because we can set that expectation of ourselves in our heads when really they're Mm -hmm. like, I don't care if you're at my practice. I just want you at the games, you know? Right. And so really sitting down and having the conversation with them, like, is it important to you that I home cook every meal or is it just important for you that we're eating together as a family? And that just is so freeing. If you have not had those conversations with those important people in your life, that will free you up and remove that guilt that is just weighing you down. I love that. I really, really love that because you're right. A lot of times um, it does see, and I will share a quick story with you. And, um, and it kind of, kind of has something to do with this, but when you talked about what expectation you think you have of um, that you're setting for your children and time spent and like that. So, when, um, obviously baseball, I don't know, do your kids play baseball? Uh, they have off and on. Okay. So my son is a baseball kid Mm -hmm. and what he wants to do in his career is broadcast journalism. So when it, like he's, was playing from second grade, right. All the way through high school. And then it came time, like, are you going to play in college? And I kept saying, listen, you know, you're not going to be Derek Jeter. Right. (laughs) We know that, right? No offense. Right. But at the same time, like, I'm like, if you could play great, but the focus is on college, right? Like Mm -hmm. for your career, because um, a lot of kids at that age, they kind of know what they want to do, but he's always known since pretty much like fifth or sixth grade that he's wanted to do this. So I knew that this was something, whatever. So as we're talking, we're kind of going back and forth for a few months on this. And he finally turned to me and he's like, mom, but I feel so bad because you've spent so much time and money with me in baseball Mm -hmm. that he almost felt obligated to us to have this baseball career and take it however far he could. And yet, like, I never, ever once thought that he, I was thinking he was looking at it like, hey, I want to be, you know, Mm A-Rod. You know what I mean? I wasn't thinking that he was concerned about us. So I love that you said to sit down, have a conversation. Where are you at? What are you thinking? What's important to you? Because sometimes we just take for granted or we think, hey, I'm being a great mom by doing this. Mm -hmm. And in actuality, doesn't mean you're a bad mom. It's just, you know, maybe you could take some of that off your shoulders, you know, and not feel so heavy. Well, we see. Yeah other moms doing these things. And so for Mm -hmm. other moms that might be important to their kids, you know, or that might be important, important to their husband, or that might be important to, you know, their parents, their, you know, grandparents, whatever. So it's just about understanding what's truly important and then setting boundaries around, around that. So that you can protect it, you know? 
and I love that. And if I'm just share another story. So <laughs> when my kids were in kind, kindergarten, like they had this thing called, um, I don't remember what it was called, but at lunchtime, you would volunteer and you would come to the school. And then instead of the kids going to the cafeteria, like all the moms, you know, they'd have a small group and you would sit and read, you know, at lunchtime, you know, like a little picnic style type of thing. And I remember one of the moms did not work. And I'm like, oh, for sure I can book her. Because, of course, I was a classroom mom. I'm like, okay, I need to fill this calendar. And she's like, oh, no, I can't. That's my me time. And I'm like, what the heck? What is me time? I don't even know what me time is. And don't you have a lot of that while your kids are in school and you can't take, like, one hour every other week to come in and sit and read to your kid and mm-hmm. his friends? Yeah. Like, I, I couldn't understand that. And it took me years. I'm not even joking to like figure out what what me time was like for real. Right. Do you know what I mean? Right. Right. So can you share something like whether it's like a morning routine or like what do you do for your me time? I think the important thing about that is um, really to me, it's like success is defined differently by everybody, you know? So it's really getting really clear on um, what you need because self-care is, it's not just about bubble baths and, you know, spa days, which they're great. Um, but it's so much more than that. But for you to divine for yourself, I just want the listeners to really understand that because what I may say that I do as far as my morning routine and things like that may be different, you know, for you, maybe you need to take a nap because self-care for you is more retreating and being alone. Whereas for me, it's like, I thrive off of being social with other people. Yes, I like my quiet moments as well, but some it's just different for everybody. But um, I would be, it would be um, not good for me not to share the exercise, the nutrition. I mean, it's just, those are the things that um, most people think of when they think of self-care. And as a former exercise physiologist, that's actually what I went to college to do. Um, and I worked in cardiac rehab for seven years. Like that's basic. I mean, you should be moving your body, you should be hydrating, and you should be having um, a clean nutrition as much as possible. Um, For me, I definitely have a morning routine. I like to get up first thing in the morning and exercise because I know me personally, if I wait until the afternoon, it's probably not going to get done because I can come up with excuse after excuse after excuse throughout the day or things pop up. And then before I know, I'm like, I'm too tired. I don't want to go. So for me, it's exercise first thing in the morning. I always listen to a podcast um, or read a book or devotional or something because what goes in is going to come out. And so I want to start my day with gratitude. I want to start my day with something that's going to feed a positive mindset. Um, and of course, coffee. <laughs> Can't forget that. Can't forget that. I don't drink coffee. I don't, don't drink ever. Well, fun ever. fact for me is that I never drank coffee um, until about uh, seven years ago. I didn't drink coffee until about seven years ago. And it was at my friend's 40th birthday party. And uh, she, I've always loved the smell of coffee. Um, she had this like particular kind of coffee and she had this particular creamer. And for whatever reason, I was like, I'm just going to try it. And my husband and I both were never coffee drinkers until that weekend. So I always tell him like, your 40th birthday made me start drinking caffeine. <laughs> start drinking coffee. It's your fault. It's your fault. It's not mine. So. I used to watch those commercials um, when I was, I remember like high school-ish, and I remember thinking, I'm going to get my own apartment one day, and I'm going to eat ice cream out of like a little pint, because I always thought that was cool, because mm-hmm. my mom, like, I can never do that, <laughs> and I always wanted to drink coffee with that International Delight, or one of those fancy yes. ones, like with the, 
but I never did either one. Yeah. <laughs> but that was, that was one of my dreams, like my goals. How mm-hmm. cool would it be to have my own apartment? Okay, so let me, um, before we keep digressing. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you this. <clears throat> now, this has happened to me, and I, I, I think I've been much better at it, mm-hmm. is that in order for me to get so much done throughout the day, I have such a routine mm-hmm. that I just feel like a robot. Right. Mm -hmm. Where I'm just going through my daily routine, checking off lists versus actually living life. Mm -hmm. So what are your recommendations um, for making sure that you're actually living life and not being a robot? For me, it's like always being in a constant state of learning. So I'm a life learner. That's why I listen to podcasts. That's why I read books um, and why I attend live events. And so I think. Um, especially, you know, that that's a part of self-care is is keeping that brain working and moving and excited because newness always brings excitement. If you're in a lull right now in your business or your life, like just do something new. Try something new, whether it's, you know, you want to learn a new skill, you want to learn a new hobby, you want to um, take dance classes again. You know, like I love, da- I love dancing, um, fun fact, and um, actually wanted to be a backup dancer for Janet Jackson and follow up. No, like, you didn't. Yes, I did. This is why, this is why. <laughs> We are such good friends because I am totally telling you, well, I, this is, I know I'm older than you are, but I was totally like, um, Miss Jackson, if you're nasty, yes. like I had every routine down. Oh yeah. Girl. Rhythm Nation. Girl. I knew the Rhythm, Rhythm Nation video. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Oh, I had sure. it all. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Um, okay. so, uh, so I've always said, you know, I'm going to take dance classes again and there is a, a area hip hop, um, class, but I think it's just. You know, whether it's personally or professionally, I try to always be in a learning state and learn something new because it is easy to come to your desk and just get in a routine of doing the same thing over and over again. Um, So by learning a new way of doing that, you know, or listening to a podcast that gives you one new idea, I do believe that most of us are one new idea implemented away from our next breakthrough or our next, you know, level of success. Um, But I also think that um, under really understanding why you're doing this. You know, passion is just something that brings me to my desk, you know, every day. I've always said that when I was building my 31 business, still building that. And now, you know, um, you know, investing in and choose you and helping women to understand and protect their biggest asset is I'm so passionate about helping people to get it, you know, helping them to truly understand that they're important, that they have value, that, you know, they can live a better life, they can grow a better business and they can do it a different way. That's so important to me. And so passion drives that. You know, and it and it helps you get through those kind of mundane things. But if you know at the end of the day, those routine things are getting you and getting your message out to the people who need you, it just lights you up. So keeping visual reminders, you know, on your desk, like I have, um, you know, what some of my goals are right here at my, at my desk. I have a picture of my family. They're my why, you know, creating the lifestyle that we have is something that I just love. And then I always have like, some type of motivational thing right here. So they're all there for a reason. They're not just to make my desk look pretty. <laughs> I love this because I know for such a long time, I wore like as a badge of honor. Like mm-hmm. I start my, I literally went to my nine to five job. My day started at 6 a.m. So my wake up time was anywhere between 3.30 and 4 o'clock in the morning. And I like literally wore that as a badge of honor mm-hmm. because then of course, you know, I still had my family and all this other stuff with all the, I already told you, my extracurricular stuff. Right. And 
I was getting like four or five hours of sleep. There was no such thing as me time. Like I told mm-hmm. you, what is that? So that was so important for you to kind of, of even saying like those non-negotiables, mm-hmm. you know, can you talk a little bit about what a non-negotiable is and like how, um, how that can, that can help you like remove that badge of honor. It's honoring your priorities, you know, and when you know your priorities and you know what your non-negotiables are like for my husband and I, Friday night's date night. And, you know, when football season hits and it's Friday night lights, then we make sure we move it to Saturday. But one night a week, it's dedicated to date night. Our kids know it and they've come to just understand that this is important in marriage to date your mate. Um, So that's definitely non-negotiable, you know, exercising four to five days a week. And so you just have to know what they are first to define what they are, why they're important to you. And then you have to protect them because there are so many things that are going to be coming at you. And there's all these choices and ways to spend your time, who to spend your time with. And if you haven't defined them, then you can't honor them, you know? And when you do that and you learn to be able to say, say no respectfully to someone you're saying, no, when you're saying no, you're not being mean, you're honoring your priorities, Mm -hmm. you know, and you're, um, giving permission to others to say no as well. So I think just the girl you were talking about earlier that when she's like, this is me time, like you didn't understand it. Right. Mm -hmm. But it did get you thinking. And so when we start seeing people um, take off the mask, you know, uh, or or take off the badge of busy and wearing it like a badge of honor and realizing that that busyness is killing you, is killing Mm -hmm. your relationships, is killing you mentally and physically. And when you step back from it, you give other people permission to do the same thing. And that is so freeing. And that's why, to me, my Choose You mission is not about Martine Williams. It's about all the women who are coming on board with it because I need all of them to go out there and live it so other people see it and give them the freedom to do it as well. So you got to define what your non-negotiables are, um, why are they your non-negotiables, and then protect them. You know what I really love about this is because this whole choose you, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, um, it's just like having being an entrepreneur adds one more thing on mm-hmm. because it's just, I think, you know, in, in, in my growth over the past couple of years, like whenever somebody says, oh, this is hard. Okay. Well, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Right. So right. how are you going to make it easier? And it is hard to choose yourself mm-hmm. and it's hard to shift, you know, that whole mental thought or what was what beliefs that either you were brought up right Mm -hmm. of what your mom did or your grandma did or what you know what is um expected from you you know as a mom and I remember I remember because in the pre-k program that my kids were in nobody worked okay and that mom from kindergarten she was from pre-k but anyway so I was like the only mother that worked and I have twins and my kids were a little speech delayed. Right. So they were going to speech therapy. Um, They were three. So they were continuing, you know. So after I got out of work, I would go pick up the kids and it just so happened that it was like nap time. Mm -hmm. So this mother got all up in my grill (laughs) and was like, you come every day at their nap time. Do you know how important it is for them to sleep and da 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 da. And I remember Like, and I'm not very confrontational and it takes a lot to get me mad. Mm -hmm. But I remember sitting there thinking to myself, I'm killing myself working to make sure these kids speak properly and all this other kind of stuff. You have no idea what you're doing. And yet you're all up in my grill because you're not even working all day. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So it's like, 
in that situation, I was like, I can't even think of choosing something for myself. So I could not relate to these people because I felt like they didn't have as much. But I'm sure in their lives, like you said, I couldn't understand them at the time. I'm sure they have whatever their load is Mm -hmm. and it still could be difficult choosing themselves. Yeah. So if what would you say? the top three things that women can do um, to take care of themselves every day? Definitely hydrate. Okay. Because dehydration is an energy zapper. And when you're a mom and you're an entrepreneur, you need energy. Um, So definitely hydrate. Um, I would definitely say exercise. And then sleep. Like I just feel like we don't get enough sleep. I mean, some of you just need to get a good night's rest and you wake up tomorrow and you'd feel so much better. So they say on average seven hours, right? Seven, eight hours is what most people need. And I I have friends that say, no, I only need five, you know, and I don't think they realize how bad they feel because they haven't been truly rested and they're constantly running all day long. Like you said, doing all your to-do list things. Um, So I would definitely say um, hydration, exercise, moving your body. I mean, it's just, we know those two things by science are proven to help mm-hmm. overall phys- physical and mental well-being um, and sleep. I just think so many are sleep deprived because they're not productive during the day, right? And this is really key for entrepreneurs because I've been this way where I just get busy shuffling, you know, shuffling papers and, and it's like this false sense of productiveness. Mm-hmm. And then because you didn't get done what you were supposed to get done, then you stay up later at night to try to finish it. So the work never ends. And the truth is there's always going to be work to be done, um, whether it's in your home or in your business. So you just have to have that non-negotiable. I'm going to get seven hours of sleep. And so just start, maybe if you're like a five hour girl, just start adding 15 minutes here, 30 minutes there, start your nighttime routine a little bit earlier. And, um, if you have littles, I get it. It's hard to do that. Um, your time is coming, but there's always one little step we can take towards taking care of ourselves. And I those love are, this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause it also transposes into your success as an entrepreneur. Absolutely. I mean, your business is only as good as you are. If you are depleted, because especially if you're in like a service-based business where you're constantly pouring out to others, if you are not doing something to fill your own cup, you cannot pour from an empty cup. And that's what we try to do. And then we're not giving our best to mm-hmm. our kids. We're not giving your best to our spouse. We're not, everybody's getting the leftovers. Basically. Exactly. Um, so you cannot, don't be like that. You know, when you're toothpaste, you just try to keep squeezing and squeezing and squeezing. You roll it up and you roll it up. <laughs> you want to get that last little bit out. That's how most people are operating every single day. They've been, you know, a little bit been squeezed out kids, a little bit been squeezed out, you know, and then it's just the next day because they didn't sleep well or, you know, they're not doing something to put that back in. They're just depleted. It's funny because even now my kids are in college and <clears throat> there's nights where I'm like, oh, I can get more done, mm-hmm. right? I can, I don't want to be like sitting in front of the TV all night. So I'm like this. But then I get to the point where it's like my brain is not functioning. I can't literally think. Mm-hmm. I have no like vision, no creativity because I don't want to take the time to go read a book or to do whatever that I think is a waste of time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but in actuality, sitting watching a, an episode of The Real Housewives gives me more clarity in my business <laughs> because it gave me like a hot minute to stop thinking right. about it, right? And kind of like just regroup. I My body was like literally relaxing, you know, mm-hmm. and 
some even the fights that they have like doesn't get me tense like I get all excited like I get this whole like rejuvenated thing you know like where's the popcorn right but um but I'm loving this so is there any other like quick tips um that you want to give about choosing you or anything like that I really just say get started don't overcomplicate it I think that um you know as I sat on that couch that day and not knowing like myself or what I would put in there for a hobby or recreation, just get started with something. Don't, don't make it complicated. It doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Again, it could be just adding an hour to your sleep regimen. It could be, um, you know, drinking extra water. It could be calling a friend to go to a movie or go to the mall. So just pick one thing and take that next step because you're responsible for that next step. Um, you're responsible to decide and commit to having a better life, having better relationships. No one can step in and do the reps for you. Believe me, I wish someone could step in and do the reps for me at the gym this morning, but they can't. I have to show up and I have to do the reps and it's the same thing with this. So I just, just get started with something. Right. It's all about just taking, it's being committed to yourself and taking mm-hmm. responsibility for your, um, your own mental and physical health. Mm-hmm. Like you said, folk, you told me the other day, focus on your health gains, Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> yes. And it's absolutely true. I put a little post-it right here mm-hmm. on my desk, focus on your health gains. So I like, I think of Martine every single day when I look. <laughs> well, okay. and it's a deliberate act. You know, the, like, yes. the, the definition of self-care is anything that we deliberately do to improve our mental, physical, well, and emotional well-being. So it's not going to happen on accident. And that's the other thing that people get all fired up, mm-hmm. like right now, right? Everybody's fired up about New Year's resolutions, yes. which 80% of them fail within the first 30 days. So it's it's scheduling it in. Like things that matter most get still scheduled in. You don't miss your hair appointments, ladies, because... It's important to you and it gets scheduled in and maybe that's part of your self-care. Maybe that's, maybe it's not, but if it's important, it goes on your calendar. If not, mm-hmm. it won't happen, at least for me. So, you know, pick it, put it on your calendar and protect it. So and, tell, and tell somebody and tell somebody. Yes, that's the other yeah. thing. I just feel like you also need accountability because it's something new. It's probably uncomfortable. You're probably not sure about it. So tell a friend, tell your, tell somebody, get an accountability partner to say, Hey, this year I really want to do this. Mm-hmm. Spend more time doing this and less time doing this. Um, can I report, you know, can I share with you in 10 days how I'm doing? I love this. So your action item today is to take one thing and block it out on your calendar. Then go back and listen to it and grab some other ideas of how you can do your own self-care and slowly but surely get it like into your schedule, right? Part of your routine, make it become part of you mm-hmm. where it's not like seems foreign. It's just like I'm sure Martine with her working out every day. Now it's just like it's so routine like brushing her teeth, right? It's just right. like something she has to do. And think about how awesome that would be, whether it be working out, you know, making sure you got your sleep. Eventually all that's going to become second nature. And now like having a little bit of fun and feeling, I don't know, just more like you're living rather than just going through life okay so we're gonna get into this michelle's hot minute (laughs) i'm going to ask you a few rapid fire questions get ready i did not give her these questions oh my goodness so i cannot be held responsible for the answer then (laughs) exactly keep it pg no no i'm just kidding i would never hilarious so answer the first thing that's gonna come to your mind this is gonna be fun okay you ready Fun for who? Timer. Fun for who? <laughs> for me okay. and everyone listening. Okay, so I'm setting the timer. Ready? Oh my goodness! How many pair of shoes do you own? Oh, you knew. <laughs> <laughs> you 
you already tell him I was a sheep freak? I don't know. I don't count them. Um, 31. 31? I don't believe that. Okay. Favorite <laughs> way to spend your downtime? Uh, in the springtime, definitely anything water-related on our boat, anything on the fishing, cruising, whatever. When someone finds out what you do or where you're from, when someone finds out where you're from, what questions do they always ask you? What is it like to grow up in Myrtle Beach? Okay. What is your favorite way to self-care? Oh, my goodness. Exercise, for sure. It's Wait, name, name two guilty pleasures. Pizza and hot tamales. Okay. What activity do you enjoy most with your boys? We love being outdoors. So, again, we have to go back to being on the boat. Okay, what do you hate most about your workout team? <laughs> We're out of time. You have to answer it. What do I hate most about my workouts? Yeah, which workout do you hate most? I cardio. 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 Oh, yeah, I'm not a cardio girl. I like, do that it. That wasn't so bad. That wasn't so bad. <laughs> like sweaty palms Did you over here. You sweat? <laughs> sweat in odd places oh, when goodness. you get asked questions you right? don't know. It's like, <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I still thought that was fun. That was it was fun. fun for you, right? Yes, it, it was. wasn't too like difficult questions. That I thought was you would good. enjoy. That I was thought good. long and hard about them. Okay, so thank you so much, Martine, for being with us today. Can you share with everyone where they can find you or what you have, maybe for them to take part in? Sure. So um, we're getting ready to go into um, a free a free challenge. It's reverse the burnout challenge. So you can go to chooseyouchallenge.com. Um, and uh, you can also find me on Instagram, martine31williams. All right. Awesome. So there you have it. The importance of choosing you with Martine Williams. Definitely go check her out. I am going to drop it in the show notes. And as always, I appreciate you so much for being here today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Until next time, happy marketing. Hey, it's Michelle. Before you go, wasn't Martine fabulous? If you want to dive deeper with Martine, make sure to check out her Reverse the Burnout Challenge at chooseyouchallenge.com. This free five-day challenge is designed to help you become the wife, mother, business owner, and woman you were meant to be. So cheers to kicking burnout to the curb in 2020, and I will see you on the next episode. There's never been a more crowded market in the online world, and every day you are constantly fighting the masses for attention of your ideal client. And we all know that in order to have a successful business is by keeping a steady flow of new leads and sales. And in order to get that, you need a steady flow of new followers to be able to build new relationships and make connections. Getting a steady flow of new followers in such a crowded market is easier than you think. I've created a simple strategy that will help you cut through the noise and connect with your ideal clients quickly and effectively so they will want to work with you. It's all about connecting and converting new leads in 45 seconds and turning those eternal scrollers into paying clients in just 45 seconds. Whether you're still growing organically or ready to pour some money into paid advertising, this simple strategy will bring in new leads who are warmed up and ready to hand over their cash. If you're tired of wasting time and money on trying to stand out, then you're going to want to grab my guide at themichellefernandez.com forward slash four five to help you stand out from the crowd so you can scale with ease. 
Hey, wait, before you go, you know there has got to be a better way to get more sales and be more profitable, one that is predictable and scalable. But it's hard to know where to turn when you feel like you've tried it all and are not even sure you trust your own judgment anymore. Well, as always, I got you. I made 100% free video training that covers it all, including why rinse and repeating is causing you to go broke. More leads is not the only way to scale. And the one thing that's preventing your leads from converting into a sale. Let's get off the leads and roller coaster once and for all. Sign up and save your seat for my free live training and start taking control of your business growth today. Go to themichellefernandez.com forward slash training and save your seat now. And I will see you live inside the training.